All right, welcome to the stream. My name is Ryan, and this is As It Is Written News. Sorry if I'm coming in a little hot there. It looks a little bit loud, so I'm turning that down a bit. Let's see right there. Is that better, I hope? All right. So we have a few news stories for today. Um, and uh, what I'm going to try to do is pair each news story with a uh with a uh, with a bible verse to help reassure us and give us some context biblically for the news stories that I go over. All right, so we're going to start off with some I'm going to call this good news. Uh I'm going to yes, I'm going to call this good news and it is Florida and they are moving to get rid of a liquor license for a hotel that hosted a drag queen show. I won't even call it a story hour. It was literally just a pornographic show that involved minors. So this, ultimately what this should involve is the police arresting everybody, every adult involved in bringing minors and, and taking them to this kind of an event. But uh, let's read a little bit about the story. So Florida moves to revoke hotel's liquor license over Christmas drag show, which just how much more sick could that possibly be? A Christmas drag show. Ugh. All right. So the state of Florida moved to strip the Hyatt Regency Miami Hotel of its liquor license on Tuesday in retaliation for hosting a Christmas-themed drag show, alleging that minors had been in attendance, which is against state law. So I wouldn't say that it's retaliation. Retaliation sounds like it's some kind of a tit-for-tat kind of a thing, when in reality they broke the law and... What should rightfully and justly happen is that their liquor license should be revoked and the manager and whoever allowed that event should be arrested and put on a list, on a list as a pedophile if they committed these crimes, which they allegedly did. Uh, so we, we really need to start actually taking these things very seriously. It's absolutely horrible that we are abusing our children like this. So uh, this is happening all across the country. And I've actually seen a uh, uh, a group that included uh, Kirk Cameron, who is doing Bible story hours at libraries now. So if they can allow drag queens to come and read children's books to horrible pornographic children's books to children, then we as Christians need to show up and be reading Christian books as well. And we also need to be taking taking every step we can to uh, register these horrible pedophiles as what they are. If you are sexualizing an event with children, then you need to be brought up on charges. I mean, how many thousands of men are there out there who were just peeing on the side of a wall who get, uh, who, who get uh, wrapped up as sex offenders, but we have actual men who are gyrating on, on children and they don't have any, you know, ramifications or repercussions to that. That's, it's evil and it's sick and it's wrong. And in this country, we have what's called the equal. We have the right to e yeah. we have the right to have the laws equally applied to everyone. That is a right that you have outlined in the Constitution. And right now, it is just being trampled on. DAs can choose what crimes to charge and what crimes not to, not based on fairness or anything other than their own personal whims and what they think is going to get them reelected. Uh, and it's just it's sick. I think that uh, DAs being in charge of 
being the only ones in charge of uh, uh, of prosecuting and deciding what can and can't be pro. DAs having prosecutorial discretion is an absolute disgrace. I think we need to move to some other kind of a system, maybe some kind of a board that reviews the cases that are brought forth by the district attorney and decides to bring more or strike some down that they brought. I think that might be a bit more of a fair system where more voices can be heard and more people can uh, have an opportunity to step in and stop these horrible things. I mean, we need to send out uh, warrants for anybody at this hotel that was involved in bringing this drag show and allowing children in. Children should never, ever be anywhere near something this horribly pornographic. And that's all that we, that's all that it is. It's, it's horrible pornography that we have uh, thrust on our children. And the pun was intended there. All right, so a little bit of good news, because at least DeSantis is doing something that's better than what happens in Texas, where the police officers just shrug their shoulders and go, I don't know, I, it's my job to enforce the law, I don't know. So at least uh, in Florida, they're doing something, it's a step in the right direction, but we need to arrest anyone who is sexualizing events with minors, okay? Anyone who was involved in that process needs to be put in jail. That's the only right and just outcome. If we want to look at what Jesus said, we can take a look at Mark 9.42. Actually, my shirt comes from just a little bit earlier in that chapter. It says, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And it comes from Mark 9.24. But later on in that same chapter of Mark, it says, But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. Basically, it's saying that uh, it'd be better for that person to have some uh, concrete slippers uh, in, the <laughs> in the East River than uh, for them to have sexualized and perverted young children. Um, it doesn't say sexualized. It says causes them to stumble, but I'd say that's a pretty big stumble to sexualize a child. So I, it's just something that we need to be praying about. It's something that we need to be taking the actions that we can. If you hear about these kinds of events in your area, then you need to go out and you need to protest it. And you need to show up and say, this is not acceptable. You need to ask the police officers in the area to um, arrest people that are involved if there are statutes that are being broken. And if the police officers won't do it, we can, as citizens, we can make citizens arrests. And, you know, we need to start stepping up what we do against these horrible atrocities being committed against children. All right, so that was the best news of the day. Unfortunately, it only gets worse from there. We're going to move on to our second story. So our second story is Moody's, which is a kind of like a banking agency. I don't know if they are a bank themselves, but they, uh, they take on and, and they analyze banks and give them a rating. So Moody's cuts outlook on U.S. banking system to negative, citing rapidly deteriorating, deteriorating operating environment. All right, so let's move on down to the story here. In a harsh blow to an already reeling sector, Moody's Investors Service cut its view on the entire banking system to negative from stable. The firm, part of the big three rating services, said Monday it was making the move in light of key bank failures that prompted regulators to step in Sunday with a dramatic rescue plan for depositors and other institutions impacted by the crisis. 
Quote, we have changed to negative from stable our outlook on the U.S. banking system to reflect the rapid deterioration in the operating environment following deposit runs at Silicon Valley Bank, Silvergate Bank, and Signature Bank, and the failures of SVB and SNY, Moody's said in a report. So if you uh, haven't really understood what's going on, what happened was the first bank to have a problem was called Silvergate Bank, and they had a large amount of uh, crypto assets. So like Bitcoin, Ethereum, those kinds of assets. And, and then that bank went under. And then uh, last Friday, Silicon Valley Bank had a crisis uh, where they had a ton of unfunded liabilities. And so California state regulators came in and shut down the bank in a highly irregular move, seeing as Silvergate, ba- or sorry, Silicon Valley Bank is the or was the 16th largest bank in the country with over 200 billion dollars in assets and 175 billion in unfunded liabilities from reports that I have read. And then what that led to over last weekend was the failure of a bank called Signature Bank or sorry uh, yeah Signature Bank out in New York. And so that is the third largest banking failure in United States history. Silicon Valley Bank is the second. So we've now had the second and the third largest bank failures in the United States history happen with all within a seven day period. So that is very, very troubling and worry. Uh, we should be, uh, you should be concerned. I wouldn't say you should worry, but you should be concerned about what is going on and uh, keep your eyes out. And what I would suggest is that if you have money that is not in a bank, that you actually move it into the bank. I know that might sound counterintuitive, but what, uh, the safest place for your money at the moment would be in a bank where it's insured up to $250,000. I don't think most of the people that are going to watch this have $250,000 uh, in a single, or more than $250,000 in a single account. But uh, if you have money in, a, in any apps, if you have money in Venmo, if you have money in, um, uh, you, you know, uh, PayPal, those sorts of things, any, anywhere that you have just a couple hundred bucks that might be from a friend who sent you some money for a, you know, a, a trip that you were on. You want to make sure that you get that money out of any of those apps and into a bank, because if your money is in an app and the apps account goes uh, under and they can't uh, recover their money, then you will be out money there. And that is not at all protected. So if you have money in Venmo and Venmo's bank account, uh, the money disappears then your money disappears. But if you have it within your own bank account, it's insured up to $250,000. So that's just my suggestion. You'll still be able to use Venmo as long as you have a a debit card or a bank linked to it. Uh, But I would just not keep any money there that there isn't a reason to. So that's my suggestion. If you work for companies like Uber or Lyft, cash out all of your money instantaneously if you can. Those sorts of things make a difference because things can change drastically and without you knowing what's going on. And before you know it, your money gets locked up and you don't see it for six months or it might just completely vanish and disappear. There is no security on any of these apps. So that's my suggestion. Uh, if we To take a biblical look at it, we're going to look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 to 33, and it says, Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. 
for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And what that's saying is that in times like this where we're worried about where we might find our, our next meal, where, uh, you know, what's going to happen to my bank account and all my money and, and the security that I thought that I had, really, as Christians, our security has always been in the Lord, and he's going to provide what we need when we need it. And if you look at, uh, there's other verses that say that, you know, look at the lilies of the field and, and how beautiful they are and how much God provides for them, uh, you know, and, you know, we just need to have the proper perspective on these things. We should not be running around like chickens with our head cut off. Uh, what we need to do is, is be calm and be serious about this. It is a serious moment for us to reflect on our own personal finances and do things to shore up any, uh, any problems that we might have in our own personal finances. But it's not something where we need to be overly concerned and worried and, and doing things out of fear. The only, uh, the only thing we should fear is God. Fear, uh, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And so we need to make sure that we understand what's going on and know what's going on, but not that we get too concerned about it or overly worried. All right, so we're going to move on to our third story. Russian fighter jets bullied U.S. drone before knocking it out of the sky. And another, and this is something, again, that we should be worried about. It is escalating the tensions over uh, in the Ukraine war. Um, in the, it, if the United States wanted to, we could take this as an act of war that Russia committed against us, and we could go to war physically with them over it though it's unlikely that that's going to happen, as I don't think that's what anybody really wants. Um, but here, let's read the story. A Russian fighter jet collided with a $32 million U.S. Reaper spy drone, sending it crashing into the Black Sea. President Joe Biden was immediately briefed on the incident, which appeared to be the first time since the height of the Cold War that a U.S. aircraft was brought down by a Russian warplane. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby said U.S. State Department officials would be speaking directly with Russian counterparts and, quote, expressing our concerns over this unsafe and unprofessional intercept near Crimea. Moscow said the drone maneuvered sharply and crashed into the water following an encounter with Russian jets, scrambled to intercept it, but insisted its warplanes didn't fire their weapons or hit it. Uh, U.S. State Department spokesman Ned Price called it a brazen violation of international law and said the U.S. has summoned the Russian ambassador. Two Russian Su-27 fighter jets conducted an unsafe and unprofessional intercept of a U.S. MQ-9 drone that was operating within inter international airspace over the Black Sea, the U.S. official said. So, we, can, uh, we don't need to get into the specifics of how it got taken down. Uh, we just need to know that it is uh, horrible. You know, it's, it's, not, it's never good that uh, these sorts of things happen. And uh, we need to, again, be, be aware of what's going on in the world, but not be overly concerned. And the Bible verse that I'm going to pair with this one is Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And again, we, we don't need to be concerned about what happens with this war, at least not overly concerned. We need, to, we need to know what's going on, 
uh, and understand what's going on, but not be fearful and afraid is really what I'm saying. So, you know, again, it is something that is of concern, but we shouldn't be overly concerned. All right, we're going to move on to our final story for today. Uh, this one I'm not worried about at all because God has already told us how it's going to end. But we have uh, Gentiles here that are trying to predict what's going to happen with the end of the world. And they say technological singularity by 2045. Futurists predict point where humans, machines, become one. And this would effectively end humanity. Humans combining with machines, essentially we're going to eventually be just machine if what their predictions if their predictions come true and are accurate, um, and then we'll read a little bit of the story. Most people are familiar with the deluge of artificial intelligence apps that seem designed to make us more efficient and creative. We've got apps that take text prompts and generate art, and the controversial chat GPT, which raises serious questions about originality, misinformation, and plagiarism. Despite these concerns, AI is becoming ever more pervasive and intrusive. It's the latest technology that will irreversibly change our lives. And I completely agree with that statement. It absolutely will do that. Um, it will make us more uh, effective and more creative in what we're doing and allow us to... Uh, it, basically, it gives anyone the ability to make any kind of art that they can imagine. It, as long as you've come up with and, and, think of, and, and work on the way that you interact with the system. So with OpenAI, they have a, a system called DALL, E2, D-A-L-L, space E2. And this system, what it does is it will take in a text prompt from you, and it will create a photograph. And so as part of this, uh, what, what's going to happen is you can use that to replace a lot of, not replace, but enhance a lot of jobs. So if you're the art director at a company, you can now type in a uh, couple sentences and get the exact picture that you were looking for, for marketing or whatever it is that you're going to be doing. But the limitations are how well you interact with that machine and with that, uh, with Dolly. Okay. You could, you, there are people that will be able to work better with them if they know technical terms like from photography one thing that they included in the data set was all of the uh, technical photography terms for, for different photos, so f-stops and those sorts of things. And so a photographer or a painter or anyone that knows the technical terms that are used in these professions are going to have a leg up on somebody like me who's a complete layman when it comes to this. And so it's actually only going to enhance our ability to produce and create new and unique things. It's not, I don't think it's actually going to get rid of any jobs. It's going to enhance those jobs and make them better. Okay, so that's my opinions on it. Let's read down a little bit more. The internet and smartphones were other examples, but unlike those technologies, many philosophers and scientists think AI could one day reach or even go beyond human style thinking. This possibility, coupled with our increasing dependence on AI, is at the root of a concept in futurism called technological singularity. So right now, any AI that you're talking, that anybody is talking about, is not uh, capable of creating its own prompts. It will only act if you cause it to act. Okay, 
So it's not thinking for itself. It's not doing anything except predicting what it w thinks you want in response to the prompt that you give it. Okay. So it just comes up with the next best word to answer the prompt that you give it. And so we don't really need to worry about these AI taking anything over. They can't. Somebody could use them to take things over, but somebody could always use technology as a weapon. What this article is worried about is called the technological singularity, and it's where AI actually starts to think, and then we merge with AI, and there's what's called the singularity. We have no idea what the world would be like after that. Uh, so here, we'll read what the article has to say. Today, the singularity refers to a hypothetical point in time at which the development of artificial general intelligence, so the general intelligence part means that it starts thinking for itself, and they explain it as that is AI with human level abilities becomes so advanced that it will irreversibly change human civilization. It would mark the dawn of our inseparability from machines. From that moment on, we won't be able to live without them without ceasing to function as human beings. But if the singularity comes, will we even notice it? And that question comes from a, you know, is, uh, it, will we notice it? It's kind of like a, a, a frog getting boiled in a pot. Does it notice that it's getting boiled, right? And so what I would like to read is out of Revelation, where the Bible tells us how things are actually going to end. And here it is, Revelation 19, 11 through 16. Now I saw heaven open, and this is John. So this is the Revelation of John, or that John saw. The it's the Revelation of Jesus Christ that John recorded. And it says, Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That is what's going to happen to us in end times. Okay, we don't need to fear a technological singularity. We don't need to fear any of the ills befalling the world. Again, we, we, sh we should be aware of them and we should be up to date about what's going on and we should know and be able to explain to our friends and family what's going on and, and to help keep them calm during these troublesome times. So this has been a really stressful week for a lot of people, especially if you're in the banking or financial industry. There's a lot of turmoil going on. If you're in a startup, uh, Silicon Valley Bank, half or more of all startups banked at that bank. And so that's going to be difficult for them to make payroll and all sorts of things over the next weeks. And so it's we just need to be aware of these things that are going on in our society. And we need to do what we can to help calm those around us. But then we also need to prepare for what may happen. But without worrying and without fretting, without uh you know running around like the world's coming to an end and we don't have the safe the security of christians 
and the salvation that Jesus Christ paid for on the cross. We need to remember that that should that should be our our number one focus in any kind of a crisis. We need to fear God because that is the beginning of wisdom. All right, again, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate you supporting AIIW News. It's a lot of fun for me to make these. I, I really enjoy uh, looking into the news and politics and listen to a lot of podcasts myself. So I'm glad that I can start making one and providing some utility to uh, the the internet. So thank you very much, and I hope that you appreciate the Christian perspective on these news stories. Goodbye.